Many are getting rich. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okonifa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands wherever you are. You can bless God in the Spirit as you're going to pray in the Spirit right now. Yes, lift up your voice. You're going to pray in the Spirit. You're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. Rabun Thank you. 
How many of us want to be happy? Want to walk in joy? He said, in his presence is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forever. So the pleasures that we are looking for, for which some kill, for which some steal, for which some commit all kinds of heinous crimes, they are all at the right hand of God. How do you access the right hand of God? That is what we are doing, working on ourselves so that we can receive access to a certain dimension. And that dimension is primarily is the dimension of his will. Many people don't know this or many people don't want to accept it, but God wants to bless us. God wants to save children. He said in Jeremiah 29, verse number 11, that I wish about, uh, no, that's first, uh, third John 1, verse 2. He said, I wish about all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as I so prosperous. Jeremiah 29, verse 7. He said, I know that thoughts that I think concerning you, they are no evil thoughts. They are not thoughts for you to be sick. They are not thoughts for you to be weak. They are not thoughts for you to be disadvantaged. They are not thoughts for the devil to be able to reign over you. But they are thoughts of peace, thoughts of good that will bring you an expected end, give you a hope and a future, give you something that will put you in the place of advantage. This is the heart of God concerning us. This is what God has purpose. It is the desire of God to prosper his children. But the place of prosperity is in, his, in the realm of his will. So whenever we are fasting and praying, what are we doing? Praying and we are desiring that there shall be an alignment of our will to the will of God. When we are able to achieve that, that is where destiny starts. In the book of Acts, chapter number 13, you read from the verse number 1 to the verse number 2, you see something going on in the church. The Bible says that, and there were gathered in the church at Antioch, Certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas number one, Simeon was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manan, who had been brought, uh, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. So they were gathered in the church in that time at Antioch. The prophets and the teachers that presupposes of at that time, Paul was twenty years an apostle. He was either a teacher or a prophet or both. So, his ministry was ongoing. And the Bible tells us in the verse number 2, they were engaged in an activity. The Bible said that as they ministered to the Lord and they fasted, as they ministered to the Lord and they fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Paul, or Saul, who will later be called Paul, for the work to which I have called them. So even though they were part of the church, even though they were part of the prophets and the teachers, they had not yet started doing what God had called them to. It was in the day and the time of fasting and prayer that they were moved from where they were to where they were supposed to be. Many other times in our walk in this world, we start from where we are, but where we are is not always where we are supposed to be. But how do we align ourselves to where we are supposed to be? So please understand this. God did not make a mistake in uh, allowing you to be born where you were born. What you need to do is to learn what you need to learn in life so that you go where he has purpose for you to be. You are not where you are supposed to be, but there are things, there are rules, there are principles, there are keys that you need to engage, that will catapult you, that will transport you from your present location to, the, to your desired location. And fasting is one of them. 
fasting is one of them. The Bible says, as they fasted and they prayed, the voice of the Lord came. The Holy Spirit came. And the Holy Spirit ministered to them and said, let them be separated. Yes, there are a number of names that were mentioned, but out of these, there were two that the Holy Spirit had an assignment for. Can I pray for someone over here? Before the end of this fasting and prayer, may God align you to your assignment in life. I said, may God align you to your purpose. I said, may you walk in the will of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So it is the Holy Spirit that can align you to what is the will of God. How? Through His voice. Through his voice, in the book of John, the chapter number 17, or from the chapter number 16, Jesus begins to talk about the Holy Spirit, and he describes the Holy Spirit as a speaking spirit. He he talks about the Holy Spirit, that he's going to show us things to come. He's going to align us to the will of God. He's going to guide us in all truth. How? Through his voice, what? He begins to speak to us. He begins to direct us. As you are fasting and you are praying, one of the things that you should be looking for is the voice of God. The Father, speak to me. Reveal to me what I need to do to change the situation I'm in. Talk to me, Lord. Is there something that must be worked on in my life? Is there something that I need to know so that I may step into my next level? I may step into the next phase of my life. I may step into the next stage of my life. This should become your primary and principal prayer. You you cry out to God. You are desirous in your heart. Look, don't let the hunger go to waste. Don't let the hunger go to waste. No, all that we are doing, you need to keep a, a heaven focus, a God focus, a spiritual focus. And what is the principal purpose of the spiritual focus? So that you be aligned to the will of God. You be aligned to the purposes of God. God can reveal to you and say that my daughter, where you are, is not where I want you to be. I am shifting you from where you are. I am moving you from where, where you are. How? And he begins to give you guidance on what you are supposed to do. What you are supposed to do. Paul, he said, the Bible says that, he said that Paul and Saul, for the work that I'm, I called them for, they set out, they did not specific, but as they were going, the voice of the Lord began to guide them. The voice of the Lord began to teach them. The voice of the Lord began to show them what to do. Through the voice of the Spirit of God, number one, we get to know Jesus. Number two, we get to know the will and the plan of God for our lives. Number three, we are guided across, uh, along the course of our lives. It is that guide that will cause us to escape uh, the west of darkness. That will cause us to escape uh, the devil's traps uh, and schemes uh, and cause us to enter into the place of destiny that God has called us to. Look at that. The Bible says, so they were sent out by the Holy Spirit. Before the end of this part, may God send you out. I said, may God send you out. I said, may God send you out. And it was through this sending that Paul became the poor that we know. His life became a life that was acquainted with miracles, signs, and wonders. That is going to be somebody's story after, after tonight. After that is going to be your story after tonight. I don't know what may be going on in your life, but I am here to announce you that the Holy Spirit has the answers. The Holy Spirit has the answers. The Holy Spirit has the answers. I said the Holy Spirit has the answers. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 3, I believe, yeah, the Bible tells us that the voice of the Lord was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Who was the voice of the Lord? How can a voice be walking? It was a person. That voice was the Holy Spirit. That voice was the Holy Spirit. And it came to Adam, and it came to Eve, and it came to help them understand what the mistake that they had made. And at the end of, by the time he had finished the discourse with them, he had given them a plan for the restoration of their lives. He gave them the plan for the restoration of their lives. Their lives. You want to 
see restoration in your life. You want to see an upgrade in your life. You need an encounter with the voice of God. You need an encounter with the voice of God. The voice of God is full of majesty. The voice of God is full of power. The voice of God divided the flames. The voice of God can split the cities of Lebanon. The voice of God is mighty, the Bible says. The voice of God is powerful, the Bible says. When you encounter the voice of God, you have encountered the power of God. When you encounter the voice of God, you have encountered the glory of God. When you encounter the voice of God, you have encountered the majesty of God. And when that voice comes to you, it fills you up. In the book of Ezekiel chapter number 3, the Bible tells us an encounter that Ezekiel had with the word of the Lord. The Bible, as he spoke unto me, his spirit entered me and lifted me up. As I'm speaking the word of God to you right now, receive an impartation of the spirit of God. I said receive an impartation of the spirit of God. I said receive that impartation. And when that impartation comes, what does it do? It will lift you up. I see somebody, the devil thought he had you down. But by the spirit of God, you are rising up. I said you are rising up. In your finances, you are rising up. In your ministry, you are rising up. In your health, you are rising up. That devil thought he's bringing you to a place of shame. But I hear the voice of the Lord saying, out of that shame, you are getting a message. Out of that mess, your message is coming. Out of that challenge, your testimony is being born. If you are the one, shout at him, the one. I don't know if this is what the Spirit of God is putting in my spirit. That there are people over here, there are things that the devil thinks they have finished you. He said that where I have put this one in, there's nothing he can do about it. There's nothing she can do about it. But God is about to surprise the devil. I said, your God is about to surprise the devil. I said, your God is about to surprise the devil. Was it not the devil who put Jesus Christ into the grave? I can just imagine the joy when Jesus was upon the cross and he gave up the ghost. All of hell was rejoicing. Finally, we have bought him. Finally, we have destroyed him. Finally, we have managed to take our life out of life. He said his life, but now we are taking life out of life. Watch him over there. They brought him down from the cross. The devil started organizing the party. Started sending letters and invitation cards to his friends. They put him in the tomb. They sealed the tomb. They said, ah, as the tomb has been sealed, the matter is finished for us. And as they were just about to celebrate, they did not know that it was just the body that was dead. The body had died, but the spirit was the spirit of Christ. The body had been separated, but the spirit cannot be separated. The Bible says on the third day, the spirit of the living God that ascended into heaven after Jesus had died, came out of heaven, passed through the earth, entered into hell, and lifted up Jesus from the grave. That's why the Bible says in the book of Romans, chapter number 8, it said, if the spirit of he that raised Christ from the dead, ah, that was satire. So he, he said, it was the spirit that raised Christ from the dead. But that scripture was not written for Christ. It was written for us. He said, he that raised Christ from the dead shall bring life to you as well. Shall quicken your mortal body. Shall quicken your weak body. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. You feel the weakness of life. You feel your limitations. You feel like your strength is gone. Tonight, may the Holy Spirit bring. Bring strength. Bring energy.
energy. I am talking to that person. Your finances look like they cannot send you to the end of the year. I'm talking to that person. Everybody has turned against you and it looks like that you are the rejected one amongst the lot. I'm talking to that person. You woke up this morning and you are so discouraged, wondering what I am going to do. I'm talking to that person where all men have given up on you. All men have said, out of this place, nothing good shall come. Listen, I just need you to have one encounter with the Holy Ghost and your story shall change. One encounter with the Holy Ghost and out of Nazareth, where nothing good comes from, a Savior shall be born, a Deliverer shall be born. They said that anything good come out of Nazareth, but when the Holy Ghost visits Nazareth, <laughs> salvation will come out of Nazareth. You are going to become the Savior of your family. You are going to become the Savior of your home. You are going to be the one that God is going to use to bring a situation to an end. I see weeping be replaced by dancing. I see mourning be replaced by rejoicing. I see darkness be replaced by light. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was dark, formless and void. Nothing good was in the earth. Darkness everywhere. Chaos everywhere. Negativity everywhere. Rejection everywhere. But they should have done something. They should have stopped the spirit. Because the Bible says, in the midst of the darkness, the spirit of the Lord, oh my God, was hovering, was moving over the face of the deeper. Listen, your situation may be bad, but thank God that the Holy Ghost has not left. Thank God that the Holy Ghost has not left. All men may have rejected you, but can I announce something to you? Holy Ghost will not reject you. The Holy Ghost will not reject you. The Holy Ghost will not reject you. Will not reject you. Your problems, your sins, your mistakes, me have sent you there. Ah, but the Holy Ghost will bring you out. I said the Holy Ghost will bring you out. Can I announce something to you? It was men that carried the body of Jesus into the into the tomb. But listen to me. On the day that the Holy Ghost moved, no man needed to carry the body came out by itself. I said you may have carried yourself there, but the Holy Ghost will bring you out. I said you may have carried yourself there, but the Holy Ghost will bring you out. Oh, men may have cursed you and have sent you into the place oh, of disgrace. But I am here to announce to you that there is a spirit called the Holy Ghost. He's going to bring you out of that situation. He's going to bring you out of that shame. He's going to bring you out of that calamity. Look, I just saw in the spirit God shooting somebody like a star out of your family. And as you are shooting up, all the members of the family gathered and were looking up. The one that they looked down on, now they look up to. If you are the one, claim it right now. I said, you are the one, claim it right now. I hear the Lord say, it is time. It is time for a change of story. It is time for a change of situation. It is time. My God, my God, the one that was living in a single room, a day without even any toilet, without any washroom, you have to go out very soon. You are going to become the one with a self-contained mansion. Very soon, you are going to be the one with a house with more rooms than you can sleep in. I am talking to someone who is down today, but can I 
announce to you, you will not remain down forever. I tell you, not remain down forever. I came here with a voice of prophecy. I came here with a voice of prophecy. I came here with a voice of prophecy. Weeping and tears for the night, but joy is coming with the morning. I see your morning coming. I see your morning coming. I see your morning coming. Somebody give the Lord a shout and celebrate. Your morning is coming. Oh, the Lord said, I should tell somebody, be a good year. Be a good year. Oh, let the sadness go away. Let the heaviness leave you. Be a good year. <laughs> I said, be a good year. I said, be a good year. I said, be a good year. Your day of rejoicing has come. Your day of rejoicing has come. And it is the day of the Spirit. It is the day of power. It is the day of of glory. It is a day of settlement. It is a day where your mourning, where your sins, where your weaknesses are being taken away. No wonder the Bible said in the book of Romans chapter number 8, verse 26, that the Spirit he helped our infirmities. What are infirmities? Our weaknesses, our limitations, our problems, our inabilities, our incapacities. But thank God, hey, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'll pray the Father, and He shall send you another helper. That is the one that they're talking about. He helps. He's the helper. He's the helper. Somebody shout, I have a helper. Someone scream, I have a helper. This is the one you should be rejoicing about. I have a helper. I have a helper. I have a helper. I have a helper. I am not forsaken. I am not rejected. I am not an orphan because I have a helper. He helped. He helped our infirmities. All of a sudden, the Lord opened my eyes and I see problems dissolving. I see limitations dissolving. Listen to me, Elizabeth. You have given up on life. You don't think that you make progress anymore. But hear the word of the Lord. God is going to open the door for you to advance your education. It's going to open the door for you to advance in school. My God, my God, my God. Look, they want to let you go and learn and trade. But I am seeing God sending you back to school. Sending you back to school. I see God opening that door. I saw in a vision this young lady in the university. I saw in a vision this young lady in the tertiary institution. She had the spirit of the living God. Where there seems to be no way. That is why I'm a specialist. That is why I'm a specialist. I make a way in the wilderness where men have said they have ended. That is where I begin. That is why I begin. I see God beginning something for somebody. I see God beginning something for somebody. Hear the word of the Lord. There's help for you. There's help for you. Come on, lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Lord, you are my helper. I receive help in my finances. I receive help in my ministry. I receive help in my education. I receive help. I receive help. Lift up your voice. Pray for the next two minutes. Pray for the next two minutes. I see angels in this place. I see the hand of God in this place. I see God bringing a grace that is going to bring a lifting. Oh. 
Come on, lift up your voice. 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 The Holy Spirit of Hell fights here. The Holy Spirit of Hell fights here. The Holy Spirit of Hell fights here. I can hear you. 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 I can you. can you. I can hear 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 you. It is time for intervention. I am a grand
don't lose this opportunity.
the things that put in and some activity over here. Everything here is prophetic now. If you are told, that's how the angels will deal with you. That's how the angels will deal with you.
You are never going back again. Victory is your portion. Victory is yours. I said victory is yours. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Oh, wave your hands to the Lord. Say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. You've done so much for me. Oh, I cannot tell it